This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. I want you to picture something. Imagine a child somewhere, anywhere in the world playing soccer. What do you see? A girl running drills on a grass soccer pitch? A boy and his friend kicking a ball around an alleyway? or having a game on a dirty, dusty lot. What you probably didn't imagine are men in suits handing out bribes in the form of envelopes full of cash. And why would you? That has nothing to do with the game, right? But it does. And that's what this story is all about. The story of soccer, or football as most of the world knows it, is one of contradictions. There is the pure joy of the game, the beautiful game, the ballet of the masses. That has made soccer a truly global sport with billions of fans. And then there are those men, and they were all men. They're the ones behind the World Cup, soccer's ultimate contest. They are the lords of soccer, and they've pocketed millions of dollars while failing to live up to the basic standards of the game itself. This is the story of how their greed finally caught up with them. 
here is the planet's ultimate game. FIFA's doing a really excellent job. Playing fair may have cost Australia a chance to host the World Cup. Crisis of corruption on full display for the world. The game was hijacked. FIFA's alleged tradition of bribery is taking a real human toll. I'm very proud of our accomplishments. I'm Connor Powell. This is Episode 1, The Inside Man. It's a brisk November evening in the year 2011. An electric scooter rolls slowly across the pink and rose-colored marble lobby of the 58-story Trump Tower in downtown Manhattan. The man on the scooter is Chuck Blazer. He's a rare American on FIFA's executive committee. For nearly 20 years, he's traveled the world by private jet, stayed in five-star hotels, and rubbed elbows with a host of celebrities, sports stars, and world leaders. On this crisp autumn night, Glazer, with a head of hair and beard, as bushy and white as Santa Claus's, is making his way to Uncle Jack's, a posh New York steakhouse on the west side. He's joined by friends, including the woman he's dating, the former soap opera actress, Marilyn Blanks. Because of his weight, which has ballooned to more than 400 pounds, he relies on a mobility scooter for assistance. Like many FIFA executives, Blazer is known in restaurants around the world for spending thousands of dollars on food, alcohol, and pretty much whatever the hell he wanted. In New York, Blazer was known as much for his love of strip clubs as he was for his love of Max, his blue and gold pet parrot. Max was regularly seen around town, sitting on Blazer's shoulder. On this fateful night, Max the parrot was left upstairs, in one of Blazer's two, yes, two luxury Trump Tower apartments. Combined, they cost nearly $24,000 a month. One of the apartments was just for his cats, who apparently peed a lot, and so were rewarded with a residence of their own. You might be wondering, like I did, how this morbidly obese, clearly eccentric, American sports marketing executive from Queens, New York, ended up on soccer's International Governing Council. You might also ask, how could he afford such luxuries, like two penthouse apartments in downtown Manhattan? The federal agents, one from the Internal Revenue Service and the other from the Federal Bureau of Investigation, have been wondering the same thing. They were waiting for Blazer in the atrium of Trump Tower that very night, looking every bit the part of G-men in their conservative business suits. They approached the surprise Blazer as he and his friends were leaving the building through its obnoxious gold awning entrance on East 56th Street. Steve Berryman of the IRS and Jared Randall of the FBI introduced themselves. They told Blazer they were investigating corruption in international soccer and especially at FIFA. Blazer froze. His face turned white. They informed him the IRS couldn't find any records of him paying U.S. taxes for years. Now, meeting outside of the glitzy Trump Tower would have been an awkward place to cry poverty. And anyways, Blazer was too proud of his extravagant life that he had built to pretend it didn't exist. Blazer always knew this day might come. He was always really fundamentally insecure. 
That's Mary Pappenfuss. She co-wrote the book about Blazer called American Huckster, how Chuck Blazer got rich from and sold out the most powerful cabal in world sports. And he told Mary Lynn that he was afraid people were going to finally find out who he was. And she said, who's that? And he said, just a fat crook from Queens. And I think that was his self-image. He was a fat crook from Queens. He was going to grab whatever he could when he could. He was just going to, you know, go to the wall and maybe die before anyone caught him. Berryman handed Blazer a white legal document. The subpoena ordered him to turn over all of his financial records. Blazer was facing at least 30 years in jail just for tax evasion. And more, many more. If the rumors of fraud, money laundering, racketeering that swirled around his time at FIFA were true. That's why the FBI was there. But Randall and the FBI weren't after just Blazer. They had much bigger designs. So they made him an offer he couldn't refuse. It was maybe a 30, 40 minute meeting and they said, we can arrest you right now or you can wear a wire. And he said, I'll wear a wire in a heartbeat. FIFA's extraordinary greed was about to catch up with them. Blazer was just a vulnerable link in a corrupt chain, a pressure point the FBI and IRS could use to expose the wider fraud they had suspected for years, for decades. The rules of the game had been rigged by FIFA, for FIFA. Maybe it was inevitable given the organization's history of playing footsie with murderous dictators and shady oligarchs. So let me take you back to the beginning of 2011, when it all really began to unravel for Blazer and ultimately for FIFA itself. It started when Blazer's longtime soccer partner, Jack Warner, was caught with envelopes full of cash trying to buy FIFA's presidential election. But before we go too deep into our story, let me first explain what FIFA is, besides the letters you see printed on official soccer balls. The Fédération Internationale de Football Association was founded in 1904 in Paris. It runs international soccer, the World Cup, the Women's World Cup, and a host of other smaller tournaments. Collectively, these games are watched by more than 4 billion people. That's more than half the planet. No surprise, then, that FIFA pulls in billions of dollars each year. And by these measures, it's been a great success. FIFA is also an epic failure, a testament to greed. There's long been talk of widespread corruption, a rot at the highest levels of the organization. In 2015, two other organizations with acronyms you already know the FBI, and the IRS arrested more than a dozen former and current FIFA members on charges of bribery, fraud, and money laundering. These arrests, many of which can be traced back to that chilly fall meeting with Blazer, rip back the curtain of institutional rot and dirty dealings of an organization operating completely out of bounds. Even over the noise of the TV, 
Marilyn Blanks could hear the anger in her boyfriend Chuck Blazer's voice as he talked on the phone with a soccer official from the Bahamas. Blazer's TV was always on and always loud. It was a lot like Blazer himself. So when he threw his phone across the penthouse bedroom, Blanks knew whatever was wrong must be bad. And it was. You see, before he agreed to be a snitch for the U.S. government, Blazer was a reluctant whistleblower. I mean, don't get me wrong. You wouldn't confuse him with some do-gooder or anti-corruption advocate. Blazer was just a crook stuck in a tug-of-war between two other crooks. And to understand how all of this fits together and why Blazer threw his phone across his bedroom, you need to hear about an email Blazer received a couple weeks before from his longtime boss, Jack Warner, a FIFA vice president and the head of CONCACAF, the Confederation of North, Central America, and Caribbean Association Football, one of FIFA's six regional confederations. Blazer and Warner had been partners and allies in world soccer since Warner was first elected the head of CONCACAF in 1990. They had built a successful, lucrative relationship, despite being polar opposites. They seem like Mutt and Jeff, really, very, very different, from completely different worlds, but for some reason they hit it off. Blazer was this physically imposing, gregarious, Jewish marketing executive from Queens. He'd made his living traveling from sales convention to sales convention, selling you know, pretty much anything he could. He was also a suburban soccer dad. And that's when he spotted a trend that changed the course of his life, says Mary Pappenfuss. He knew nothing about soccer, but what he did notice was that all of these kids were playing soccer and all of these parents were into soccer, and he thought, this is the future of sports. Through a combination of charisma and force of will, he rose through the ranks of international soccer. Along the way, he forged new and very profitable sponsorships and TV marketing deals in the U.S. and around the world. Warner was every bit the soccer fanatic that Blazer wasn't. He was also wire-thin, brash, a black man raised Catholic who taught history on the tiny island nation of Trinidad and Tobago. He was known most for making things happen for himself and his friends. Here's journalist Grant Wall, who's covered international soccer for more than 20 years, describing Warner. He was always a pretty clever, cagey guy. For Jack Warner, it was always about getting the best deal for himself. In 1990, the two took over the poor and historically weak soccer federation, CONCACAF. Together, they built it into a massive soccer marketing empire. In the late 80s, he teamed up with Jack Warner, who was the president of the Trinidad and Tobago Federation, a guy who understood politics, and they decided that Jack Warner would run for president of CONCACAF, Chuck Blazer would run as general secretary, and that they would get all the votes in the Caribbean because Jack Warner was involved. They worked together for a really long time. With Warner as president and Blazer as general secretary, the money started rolling in. With a string of sponsorships and TV agreements, the duo turned the once backwater soccer association into a revenue-generating powerhouse for FIFA. These guys were getting 
rich. Here's Blazer bragging about his accomplishments. FIFA's doing a really excellent job of uh, promoting football around the world. If I look back 10 years, 20 years, and see the progress we made, I'm very proud of our accomplishments. In the shady world of FIFA, the pair with sticky fingers fit right in. Blazer became known as Mr. 10% because of a contract that entitled him to a 10% commission on all of CONCACAF's marketing deals. And Warner, he had long been suspected of fixing matches, selling World Cup tickets on the black market, and even worse, seeking gifts in return for supporting World Cup bids. Their partnership made them fabulously wealthy, propelling them up the ranks of international soccer's ruling elite, and landed them spots on FIFA's all-powerful executive committee. It also earned them the trust of President Sepp Blatter, who led FIFA from 1998 until 2015. By trust, I mean no one got on FIFA's executive committee without Blatter's full support. The ultimate sporting power broker. The most powerful man in world football, Sepp Blatter. He's the mayor of world soccer. FIFA is his baby. He's treated as a head of state. He flies in private planes, and he's given great deference around the world. Part politician, and it seems to me, part mafia boss, Blatter ruled international soccer with an iron fist. Just like in the mafia, if you earn for the family, the family provides for you. Warner and Blazer owed their wealth and status to the empire Blatter ruled. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpresscom slash with amex terms apply ready to unlock a world of entertainment philips roku tv has america's favorite tv streaming platform built in so you can watch live tv catch every game discover must-see shows and hit movies and get all the best streaming apps in one place like iheart for all your favorite music radio and podcasts watch what you want when you want immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4k picture and sound for every budget with sizes for every room find your perfect philips roku tv today online or at your local walmart and sam's club this is holly fry from stuff you missed in history class The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. So, back to that email Warner sent to Blazer on April 1st, 2011. Warner was about to risk all of their success, and possibly fortunes, on a foolish scheme. When the email first arrived, Blazer was furious. He couldn't believe what he was reading. Warner wrote in the email that he had decided to support Sepp Blatter's challenger in the upcoming 2011 FIFA presidential election. Jack Warner was backing Mohammed bin Hammam, a longtime FIFA official and president of the Asian Soccer Federation. The battle for the presidency has been likened to a civil war within the organization. The then 62-year-old from the oil-rich nation of Qatar stood little chance of unseating Blatter on his own. But Qatar had already shocked the sports world once before. The winner to organize the 222 FIFA World Cup is Qatar. That's right. Just a few months before in December of 2010, this small desert nation of just over a million and a half people was awarded the 2022 World Cup. It lacked modern FIFA-style stadiums and had no soccer pedigree whatsoever. What Qatar did have was money. Lots of oil and gas money and a desire to be a player on the world stage. And so, too, did Mohammed bin Hammam, who orchestrated Qatar's World Cup-winning bid over countries like Australia, Japan, and the United States. Still, Jack Warner's plan to back bin Hammam seemed needlessly reckless to Blazer. As part of his scheme, Warner had invited bin Hammam to Trinidad and Tobago's capital, Port of Spain, to meet with about 25 of the Caribbean's most important soccer bosses, who would vote in the upcoming FIFA election. Together, 
they could swing the vote against Blatter and in favor of Ben Hammam. In the shadowy back rooms of FIFA dealmaking, that meant money, lots of money in the pockets of soccer officials who would choose the next FIFA president. After reading the email, a panicked Blazer immediately fired off a sarcastic response to Warner. Journalist Mary Pappenfuss saw the email. I think that his first line was, I hope this is an April Fool's joke. It actually was April Fool's Day, but Warner's plan was anything but a joke. Chuck heard about it, and he was just panicky. And he told him, we can do this more discreetly in a better way. He said, please don't do this. Weeks later, when Jack Warner and the 25 Caribbean soccer bosses met in Port of Spain, he barreled ahead with his plan. Warner's lack of discretion was on full display when he doled out $1 million on behalf of Ben Hammam in small brown paper envelopes. And that's what Blazer had learned in the call that made him so angry that he threw his phone across the room. They passed out $40,000 bribes in cash to 25 members of the Caribbean Football Union. One of the officials from the Bahamas who was in the room with Warner had called Blazer to tell him about the bribes. What no one knew at the time, but we know now, was part of the two-day meeting in Port of Spain was filmed. The audio, it isn't great, but if you could see the grainy video, you'd see a nondescript conference room in Trinidad's Hyatt Regency Hotel with about two dozen Caribbean soccer officials sitting behind long rows of tables, each one with a small bottle of water and a clear drinking glass at their side. We do have the audio. You can hear Jack Warner on tape brazenly urging his fellow Caribbean soccer officials to accept the, quote, gift for Mohammed bin Hammam. The gift you get is for you to determine how best you want to use it. And if you ever wondered what it might sound like if ethics and integrity were blatantly mocked in the act of bribery. Well, Warner happily provided a script, telling anyone who considered returning the money because of ethical concerns to go open a church. I know there are, there are some people here who believe they're more pious than thou. If you're pious, open a church, friends. If you're pious, open a church, friends. No one would accuse Blazer of being pious. And yet he was beside himself after hearing about the bribes and the envelopes stuffed with cash. His longtime partner in crime had crossed soccer's godfather, the most powerful man in world sport, Sepp Blatter. Chuck Blazer and Jack Warner were now on opposite sides of the battle for control of FIFA. Here again, Mary Pappenfuss. I think... If it had been done more discreetly, with more sophistication, and Sepp Blatter would have been lost the position, Chuck wouldn't have cared. It was just, it couldn't have been contained because there were whistleblowers calling people up. So he knew he had to come out fast on the right side. That was, you know, the red line. Chuck had to turn Jack in or go down in flames with him. Anxious, angry, afraid. Blazer knew he had no choice but to report Warner to FIFA's leadership. Still, he hesitated for a few days, 
knowing full well that his longtime friend could be vindictive and that Warner knew all of Blazer's personal secrets. Secrets that could end Blazer's FIFA career or even worse, land him in prison. A frantic Blazer made a call to FIFA's Secretary General, Jerome Valk. The one man many thought could beat top football chief Sepp Blatter withdraws. Mohammed bin Hammam of Qatar says he won't stand for FIFA president. It's a last-minute decision taken just before he was due to answer claims of corruption. And soccer's ruling bosses immediately opened an ethics investigation. The FIFA scandal rumbles on. Within days, Warner and bin Hammam were out, banned from the sport. Football's governing body is trying to tackle its shady inner workings by suspending two executives on corruption charges. Blatter would easily be re-elected for a fourth term as FIFA's president. And then he casually brushed aside the entire scandal that was staring his sport right in the face. Here's Sepp Blatter. Crisis? What is a crisis? If somebody of you would uh, describe to me what there is a crisis, then I would answer. Football is not in a crisis. Blazer was hailed as a hero and went before the camera as the clean face of an organization long suspected of corruption. Um, what can be done to clean up FIFA then? I, what I did, and that is to turn around and to expose it where it exists. The journalist Grant Wall notes the irony. For a while, it was hilarious. Chuck Blazer was being called a whistleblower when Chuck Blazer had been just as corrupt as Jack Warner hand-in-hand hand for decades. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. From the outside, the Chet Holyfield Federal Building in Orange County, California, couldn't look more out of place. With its steep, triangular walls, it looks more like an ancient Mesopotamian temple than a U.S. government building. Inside, however, with its endless, bright fluorescent lights, white tile floors, and rows of cubicles, it looks and feels like what it is, the regional offices of the Internal Revenue Service. In August of 2011, just a few months after Warner tried to bribe those Caribbean soccer officials, Assistant Special Agent in Charge Amy Shabillion was at her desk when she was forwarded a news article from one of her senior agents, Steve Berryman. You'll remember Berryman as one of the two federal agents who stopped Blazer outside of Trump Tower on that crisp November night in 2011. Berryman rushed into Shabillion's office to show her a news article with the headline, FBI examines U.S. soccer bosses' financial records. The British investigative journalist Andrew Jennings detailed $500,000 worth of suspicious payments made to Blazer from dodgy Caribbean soccer officials. The British public were irate with FIFA after losing out on the 2018 World Cup to Russia. Britain's press were sniffing around for stories about FIFA corruption, confident that Russia and Qatar bribed FIFA officials to win their World Cup bids. At the time, Blazer was still flying high as the whistleblower on FIFA corruption. Is FIFA inherently corrupt? No, sir. No? I think individuals are. For longtime followers of global sport, like Andrew Jennings, Blazer's act was an ironic twist of events. Jennings had spent the better part of the previous two decades chronicling FIFA's shady inner workings and had written several books about FIFA's corruption. Jennings knew Blazer's hands were dirty. When questioned by Jennings and other journalists, Blazer didn't deny receiving the offshore payments. He insisted, though, all the transactions were done legally. 
Jennings knew Blazer's explanation of the payments didn't add up. Blazer's carefully constructed house of cards was beginning to collapse. Not only for him, but also for FIFA. And after seeing the news that Jennings broke, Berryman, a lifelong soccer fan, thought it best to look more closely at Blazer's claims. He looked into the tax filing and discovered it, there was a really good potential for a tax case. That's Amy Shabillion, Berryman's boss. We didn't see any open bank accounts even in his name. From my perspective, I saw somebody that was living pretty high, living here in the United States, clearly making income and not filing. Despite the appearance of overflowing wealth, remember the two Trump Tower apartments? Blazer hadn't filed U.S. taxes in years. Mary Pappenfest told me there's an easy explanation. Blazer's money was, in fact, FIFA's money. He didn't spend a penny of his own money. CONCACAF, the local FIFA organization, paid his rent. Every time he went out to dinner, everything he ate was paid for. If the FBI was sniffing around FIFA, as media reports suggested, then Steve Berryman had just discovered a surefire way to get inside of FIFA's inner circle. Chuck Blazer. Shabillion's office reached out to the FBI to offer its help. The team presented it to them to see if they were interested in inviting us into their case. Again, the Department of Justice and the FBI have been tracking FIFA's corruption for years. It's dodgy TV deals, the payments to crooked officials, and World Cup vote buying. But federal investigators had made surprisingly little progress in their case against the secretive international organization based in Zurich, Switzerland, a country famous for its secretive banking system. What Berryman had uncovered and was now offering the FBI was what law enforcement agencies throughout history have needed to crack any large-scale corruption conspiracy. An inside man. Shabillion only realized later how important the blazer break had been. I really did not understand the gravity of that connection with FIFA. There were members of the team that were thinking, this is huge. I remember thinking, uh, yeah, all right, you know, tax case sounds awesome. You know, that's what I want my agents to be working. And if it became something bigger, then all, all the better. What started as an IRS investigation into an eccentric and colorful sports executive turned into one of the largest international corruption cases in history and would lead to dozens of FIFA officials being charged with fraud, corruption, and money laundering. The investigation would wipe out most of FIFA's entrenched senior leadership and expose the dark underbelly of world soccer. But the 2015 FBI raid is only the start of our story. Actually, it's more like the middle of our story. FIFA's corruption and depravity run deeper than money laundering and bribery. Since the 1950s, FIFA's leaders have been accused of enabling dictators and turning a blind eye to gross human rights violations. Its history is one built on colonialism and inherent racism. And maybe it's no wonder that history led to an organization some say looks more like the mafia than a modern sports empire. 
Its top executives are accused of using the organization's vast wealth to buy influence, line their pockets, and remain in power. Coming up on episode two, a corrupt kingdom that took decades to build comes crashing down as the Lords of Soccer get a rude awakening from the U.S. Department of Justice. The Lords of Soccer, How FIFA Stole the Beautiful Game, is an Inside Voices media production in conjunction with iHeartRadio. The series was written and executive produced by Gary Scott and me, Connor Powell. Logan Heftel and Katie McMurrin provided the sound design with assistance from J.C. Swadek and Jake Bluenote. Alec Cowan is our associate producer, and Jeffrey Katz was our story editor. Our fact checker is Alexa O'Brien. And thanks to Miles Gray, who produced this series for iHeartRadio. If you have any comments or questions, please reach out. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Connor M. Powell, and Gary is at Gary Robert Scott. And if you have any stories about FIFA, let us know. If you like what you hear, please give us a shout out at the hashtag Lords of Soccer. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. 
Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.